Welcome back to the IndieVets Happy Hour, and welcome back to you, Marissa. I'm back. I missed you so much. I was there all alone. I had to do all the talking. It was really difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we should do every other podcast without me. Then I guess. <laughs> oh my God, no! Don't don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Um, I heard Kelly, Amy, and Chandra were great, though. Yeah, it, it was great. Hopefully, you heard it today. It came out today. Yeah, I did. You heard your little shout out. I did. Thank you. Yes, I I had a lovely trip in Greece. It was definitely a bucket list trip. We went to Athens and Santorini, and my fiancé proposed to me in Santorini. Woo! So, Like I said, I can't wait for the wedding. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it will be a lot of fun. If I'm invited. Of course you're invited, <laughs> Andrew. But Jesse, Jesse's number one invited. You're number two. But I had, I drank mostly wine there. The The Greek wines are amazing. And they actually have some of them in the state stores in Pennsylvania. So if you're out there and you like white wine, check out Greek white wines. They're delicious. So I haven't really had many beers. I had like one type of Greek beer called Mykonos, which is like their, their Heineken pretty much. Tasted like a Heineken. But I've mostly been drinking beer. So I'm, I'm back fully strong actually with this, what is this? Yards. Yeah. This is a Yards, but it's actually, it's called Heritage Surf IPA. It's an IPA with lime out of Sea Isle City, which my cousins have a house down there. So very local to me. All right. Well, pause for a second. I forgot my beer downstairs. All right, I'm back. All right. Well, I'm going to crack it open. Well, in your honor, because I know you're from here, um, I'm drinking a beer from Concha Hocken Brewing Company. Ring the bell. It's an unfiltered Pilsner. You love your Pilsners. Yeah. One of my favorite types. Maybe you can make um, your next TikTok of just faces of Marissa, and it'll be like <laughs> me doing that for Pilsners. Yeah. I launched my TikTok career today, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Can you tell us about your new influencing career before we jump into this awesome pod? So in the same vein as what we're doing with the Indie Vets Happy Hour, I wanted to just bring good information to veterinarians in short clips because I know a lot of us are super busy. We've got a lot of things going on outside of work. And, you know, on TikTok, it's fun because you can give people like 30 second minute clips of information. So this is sort of the long form of that. And the daily the daily TikTok and Instagram feed reels are just sort of the quickies. So enjoy them. They'll be coming out every day rather than this every two weeks. You heard Andrew right. So join TikTok if you want a quickie with Dr. Andrew Heller. <laughs> <laughs> what are your handles? You won't Come regret on. it. <laughs> What's my handle? So on TikTok, it's andrew.heller.dvm. And on Instagram, it's dr.andrew.heller. Awesome. All right. So what are we chatting about today? In the last month, I've gone to two different conventions, CE conventions. One was the AVMA in Philly with you. You were there. Mm -hmm. And the other one was just last weekend in Minneapolis, the Vet Girl Conference. So I, at the AVMA, I was actually in all the lectures. And that's, if you check out my last podcast, we just talked about all the things we learned in that. And we had all the AMDs on to talk about it. But in Minneapolis, I was stuck in the exhibit room. <laughs> which wasn't actually so bad. There was a lot of new stuff there. So there are three different new treatments that I wanted to tell you guys about. But first, we will have this disclaimer. We are not sponsored, nor do we receive any 
thing else from the companies that have these new drugs. We are just speaking as general practitioner veterinarians who are trying to inform other general practitioner veterinarians. P.S. Guys, if you do want to sponsor us, reach out. <laughs> we are for sale. <laughs> All right. So um, I am. I just do want to say though, Andrew, I'm. I'm just. I'm so proud of you in this rebirth of veterinary experience and and knowledge that you are bringing to me and to all of us so keep it going you know i was really i think i was really missing out on a lot of new information i hadn't been to ce you know the pandemic um kind of sucked that all away and now that they're back i just tell you tell everybody out there you should go to them there there's a lot of new information in the last few years and there's a lot of worthwhile learning to do so do it yeah all right so first one we're going to talk about so the first one, I love the name. It's called Zen Alpha, and mm-hmm. it's a Decra product. And it's it's actually pretty cool. So it's a sedative that's um, an innovative new Alpha-2 combination drug. And what it is is it actually improves the sedation experience from start to finish by using two different drugs rather than just one. So a lot of people are used to using Alpha-2s like dexmedetomidine. This one, Zen Alpha, is actually made up of metatomidine, and one other alpha-2 antagonist called vadinoxin. Just an aside there, I asked my cousins how to pronounce this drug, because I had never heard of this drug, and you actually pronounced it the way they said to pronounce it, vadinoxin. Nice. And also, it's not a human drug. So it's actually the first FDA approval of this specific alpha-2 antagonist. So really cool. And just to give you guys a, a refresher from pharmacology, so metatomidine is actually made up of dexmedetomidine and levometatomidine. Levometatomidine doesn't do much <laughs> physiologically. Dexmedetomidine is the active part of the metatomidine. So they're combining metatomidine with vadinoxin. And if you guys know how alpha-2 agonists work, they act in the central nervous system as well as in the periphery on alpha-2 receptors. And what vadinoxin does is it's, because it's an antagonist to the receptor, it blocks just in the periphery. It does not cross the blood-brain barrier. And so it allows the metatomidine to work on the central nervous system, but blocks the cardiovascular negative effects that we see with a lot of alpha-2 agonists by blocking the receptors in the periphery. That it's actually pretty brilliant. Fascinating. It is, it's brilliant. I mean, how do they find a drug that doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier, right? Which is different from... Um, adipamazole yeah. or antecedent, which we use to reverse dexmedetomidine, right? Because it does cross the blood-brain barrier. So I think that is fascinating. Yeah, it's it's going to... So I think some of the, the benefits of this versus using dexmedetomidine alone is obviously less cardiovascular effects. It also lasts, I believe, a little bit shorter of a time. So you give it intramuscularly, and it takes about 5 to 15 minutes for it to kick in. And it lasts about 45 minutes. So it's really, really great for short procedures. I can see myself doing like punch biopsies with this kind of medication, taking radiographs, doing oral exams. I mean, anything you can do within 30, 40 minutes. And what's nice about this, and, and Marissa, I think you talk about this a lot, about efficiency, <laughs> is yes. that this can get you much more efficient than using dextomator. I was going to say, just like it doesn't last as long, it also is quicker onset as well, which is really cool. Um, well, quicker onset intramuscularly for sure. Yes. When you give it IV, supposedly it's the same 
onset as dextomatorb. But it is not a, labeled for IV yet. Yeah, it's not labeled for IV. But but metatomidine, obviously, it's been around for decades at this point. So really, really importantly, what animals can you use this in, and what animals should you not use this in? It's labeled for dogs. It is not labeled for cats. In fact, the vadenoxin can cause a severe hypotension with cats. So right now, do not ever use it for cats. Correct. Yeah. And I know in veterinary medicine, we're very used to seeing lots of drugs labeled for dogs, not labeled for cats, just because of, you know, a lot of the times financial reasons, right? But then we end up using them in cats. But this is, this is a no-go. This is like, don't even try it right now. Right. The one thing is, in terms of cost, this Xenalpha is very similar to Dextomator, but you're going to save money because you won't need to use antecedent. And antecedent has an, has an additional cost. You also save money because you can be more efficient. You can see more patients, you can get the patients out the door faster, and you don't have to use an IV catheter because you can just do it intramuscularly. So great stuff all around. Um, how, what age can we use this in? 12 weeks of age and older. Awesome. So yeah, so we can use it even for those young puppies. And are there any contraindications for us giving it things we should watch out for as vets or techs for that matter? Well, you should be giving it with a syringe, but if you do get it in your eyes, if it does get on your skin or your mucosa or even in your mouth, it may cause obviously some cardiovascular signs. Yeah. And I, I was reading that, you know, they say on the label, like on the insert that you should wear gloves and goggles and a lab coat with long sleeves, especially for people with cardiovascular disease and pregnant women. And mm. we have a lot of women in, in our field. And if you get this, you know, in your skin, on your skin or any mucosal membrane, it can cause uterine contractions and decreased fetal blood pressure. So, right. so maybe, you know, big you warning pregnant, signs. Yeah. Maybe if you're pregnant, have your technician administer this or another doctor in your practice. So just a just a heads up. And just an aside, when you give intramuscular injections, where do you like to give them? <laughs> oh, I love this debate that we were having in our notes. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Andrew <laughs> likes to use the, you know, the the uh, caudal aspect of the hind limb, like the semitendinosus, semimembranosus, and I always go for the the apaxials just because my anxiety with the sciatic nerve, which is probably, it's very unfounded, but it's just the way I am. So I do apaxials. And you know I like to live on the edge. You do. <laughs> Although I will say it's really funny. I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I, and it may just be one of those old wives tales that when I was using antecedent though, I would always give it in the quad because people said that they woke up faster if you gave it in the quadriceps muscle. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. Well, that's why I actually do my intramuscular injections in the leg because there was a study done. I can't find the study, but I was told this by my anesthesiology professor at vet school that the speed of onset is faster when given in the semi-M and semi, semi-T mm. versus the apaxials. I think she actually did the study. Oh, I was going to say, unless you produce the study, I don't believe you. But okay, moving on. I have to find her name and find her study. So this next one that we talk about, I know we said there's three new drugs on the market, but it's very, very particular that you don't actually call this this next product a drug, right? right. We're going to call it a biomedical device. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this next one is by a company called Pet Vivo, and it's called Spring, but it's not spelled S-P-R-I-N-G. It's spelled S-P-R-Y-N-G. It's an interesting product. It's actually an injectable viscous liquid that you put inside joints, and it, it replaces or, or helps mimic 
what cartilage does. So this is great for osteoarthritic patients. Probably great for your knees, right? Because you're over 40 now. (laughs) 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 You know, it's not labeled yet for humans. Actually, Mm. so this drug came from the human side. It was actually originally designed as a cosmetic dermal filler for humans. So basically treated wrinkles. You should have made a joke. You should have made a joke about me using this that. Product. I could use that. I could use because now I'm over forty. <laughs> but what it does is um, it, it creates a micro cushion that self assembles to form an insoluble, pliable matrix. Um, and as I said, it mimics a natural cartilage. And what it is, it's it's made up of proteins and carbohydrates, basically purified collagen, elastin, and heparin. I believe they get it from pigs. Hmm. So it's not a true anti-inflammatory. Obviously, it's not a drug. But it does reduce inflammation because, you know, because of the mechanical stresses that it reduces. I was looking this up on VIN, of course, and, you know, there's always a thread about new drugs and have people used this. And I always have to remind myself, since it's not a, quote, drug, the way they labeled it, you know, the FDA has no regulation on this. So, of course, we are skeptical um, as veterinarians. And so there was a lot out there about it not being regulated by the FDA and also the fact that you have to give it intra-articularly. So I I put a note in, I was like, hip injections? Like I wouldn't, how am I supposed to do that? So I was wondering, you know, is this something we're going to be referring out to to surgeons or is this something that like we will learn or, or get trained on to do, which I thought would be cool. The doctor, who was also one of the reps of the company at this exhibit hall, she was telling me she's used it on her own dog, and she's seen great results. And And we were talking about, you know, do, do general practitioners feel comfortable doing intra-articular injections? And she said that um, they're working on some educational pieces where they can teach where they can teach doctors how to do it. But obviously, when you do it, you have to use, you know, sterile prep. Yep. You have to be careful. Um, you know, it's a sterile procedure. You don't, you don't want to be introducing any any infection into any joint. Yeah. I could see myself doing stifles, but elbows and hips, tough. Yeah. I, I think you'd have to know what you're doing. Probably probably surgeons that really know that, that anatomy pretty well. Yeah. Well, this particular drug can be used on any animal, in theory. But right now they're they're talking about dogs. I know dogs I know and horses. horses. Yeah. And, uh, and it's an inert it's an inert substance, so it really shouldn't trigger any inflammatory or any immune response. In theory. Yeah. But we know how special cats are, and so they don't read the book on anything. So I'll wait to see if people are using it in cats. The nice thing is it, it lasts up to 14 months. Wow. So, you know, in your old dog that, you know, has got osteoarthritis, you'll see results within a week or two. I did look up the cost. I saw that you had put that in there, too. It is about $300 for, for two mLs. And I think it said maybe for big dogs, you're at like one ml, right? Per per joint, depending. Per joint. Right, because you want to use enough to fill like 75% of the joint space. Yeah, yeah. So so when you think about how much you spend on Rimadyl or some other NSAID or, you know, laser therapy, which I'm not saying all of those things aren't necessary as well yeah. or in combination, but I think it's fairly reasonable. I was talking with the doctor there also about like Adequan mm. and she was like, yeah, you know, multimodal, use all, use everything. At yeah, this why not? Point, yeah, I mean, if they've got pain, discomfort, lameness, this is really going to help. And uh, I think what's what's cool about it is that, you know, this drug went from, not drug, sorry, this product went from <laughs> humans to, to pets, and it may actually go back to humans if we can show real efficacy with, with, with joints. So yeah, pretty would, cool stuff. I think that would be great. So 
Awesome. So last and final product also has to do with pain control. I am extremely excited about this one. So yeah. tell us about our last one. Yeah, this last one, it really got me excited too. It's called Zorbium. It's a, it's a product by Elanco. And what it is, is it's transdermal buprenorphine that is a slow release and it lasts four days, which is great in so many on so many levels. Number one, you don't have to keep giving them meds. Number two, there's no troughs. So because it's slow release, it's constant. It's like a constant release cool. in the skin. So let's talk about how it's, you know, what it's indicated for and how we give it. You want to hit this one? Right now, and obviously we know when these new drugs or products come out, they usually say they're they're only labeled for one thing. So this one is actually labeled just for post-op pain associated with surgical procedures in cats only. It's not approved for dogs. So... However, of course, I went on VIN just to see what other people were doing. And I was thinking to myself, like, this would be awesome for for urinary obstruction. And a doctor on VIN had used it for that already and said it was awesome. This cat was super sweet and they didn't have to bug it. And and honestly, it it's very cost effective, right? You think about a cat in the hospital for three days with with obstruction and, and this could be amazing. So I think this is a little bit of a game changer. If it, if it works the way that it's described. I agree. And it's it's also labeled for four months of age or older. So your spays and neuters, you can use them in. And cats over 2.6 pounds. So you can use it in those kittens, which I think is amazing. And, you know, when you send home a, a, a cat right now with buprenorphine, you usually have your technicians pull up like a million syringes, right? Like yeah. every dose has to be pulled up. Mm-hmm. And it's such a pain. It takes them time and it's just cumbersome. Yeah. So And, it, and it's expensive. Yeah. You know, usually it's. 80 bucks, 100 bucks to send them home with buprenorphine like that. This is a much, much cheaper option. We'll talk about that at the end, but I, I want to go through how to give it. So yeah, the one thing I saw with this one, right, I was I was concerned because I don't remember the name of the drug, but there used to be like a, to- maybe it's out still, but there used to be a topical fentanyl. I don't know if you remember that. It was recent and they scared the crap out of you because like you could you could get it on your hands a lot, right? And people could actually get fentanyl overdoses like if they touched it within a certain period of time. So yeah. tell us how you apply this and, and how to make it very safe. Yeah, so this one sort of amazed me. What you do, so it comes in a little tube, kind of like an Acernia or Claro, right? It's like a little tube and they make two different sizes. So there's one for smaller cats, 2.6 to 6.6 pounds. There's another one for the larger cats, 6.6 to 16 and a half. And basically, you apply it just like you would apply Revolution. Wait, but time out, Andrew. What if the cat's 6.6 pounds? I would probably go with the higher dose. <laughs> because buprenorphine is very safe. Yeah, And it's got that sealing effect. And it's really difficult to overdose any patient on buprenorphine. So I'd probably go with the higher dose just in case. But Good point. So all you do is you, you part the skin. So you do not shave it. You don't have to wash it. You just part the skin right, right in the back of the neck. And you squeeze it on. And you really got to make sure because it's, this is transdermal and humans can obviously can go through our skin as well. You've got to be wearing gloves when you do this. This has to be done in the hospital. And they, as you said before, you should probably wear glove, uh, gloves and goggles and even a lab coat. You don't want to get it on your, on your arms or anything like that. But basically you just apply it on and you put the cat in a cage or a crate and you leave the cat there for 30 minutes. In 30 minutes, it's completely dry and then it's, and then it's safe to handle the cat. It's crazy. And it's going to kick in in one to two hours. Yeah. So if you've got the patients dropped off in the morning and you're doing a minor procedure, you could, in theory, use, they even said you could use this for your surgical pain if you use buprenorphine. I tend to like a stronger 
new agonist for for surgery, but yeah. there are there are a lot of practices and a lot of doctors that like to use uh, the partial muse like buprenorphine. So in, in two hours, it'll be it'll be kicking in. Yeah, and I again looked on Vin, but some of the anesthesiologists obviously are like you said, and I agree. Those full mu agonists like hydro, you can use them. And then you apply the Zorbium two to four hours post-hydro. So once the hydro wears off, the buprenorphine takes over. And then a lot of people were asking like, well, how do I use this if I use Kitty Magic slash DKT or, or whatever for these cats, for these neuters and spays. And the great point was, yeah, use DKT. And then in an hour, apply the Zorbium. They're already immobilized at that point or in recovery. And then it just takes over. So this is game changer. You're right. Yeah. Although, you know, in theory, the T, the TORB, doesn't give much, you know, analgesic effect. So I would even consider just using the, the DK aspect and using the buprenorphine beforehand. You know, put it right on yeah. your skin and just use that because you may, you may get a better effect that way. Yeah. Problem is it doesn't sedate really well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to see. We don't, I you mean. You play around with it. It's, yeah. it's safe. One of the best things about it, and I don't even know why it's this cheap, it's 10 to $15 a dose. You know, so the, for the smaller dose, it's about ten bucks. For the for the larger dose, fifteen bucks. That's, that's four amazing. days worth. Four days of buprenorphine. Four yeah. days worth. Um, that's obviously the vet cost. So however right. however you want to mark it up, but it's already available through your distributors. I checked it out for, through my distributor. Or is it not? No, it, it was on there. Said, it was on there, but it said check back soon when okay. I looked at mine. But but I think what is the so. Obviously, we've tried a lot of other long-acting buprenorphines right now. There's the, you know, the compounded one, and then there's the bupsr. What about this is super cool is the only adverse reaction was like mild hyperthermia. It didn't have the significant like anorexia or behavior changes that we've sometimes seen in other long-acting buprenorphines. So that was really exciting to me as well. And the fact that it's slow release, whereas I mm-hmm. think the, the long-lasting one, they give you a, basically a very large dose and it right. just lasts a long time. Yeah. So this is actually a slow release. So you're actually giving the pet the amount it needs throughout that four day four day period. Yeah. I wonder what happens after four days. Like, does it just like go down like completely, or is it still in this? Is it just like slowed, or or is it all used up after four days? I I'm not I'm not exactly sure. It's something I probably want to ask one of the reps. See, guys, we always have questions because no yeah. one knows everything, especially us. <laughs> well, but no, that is a good question. So we had just to just to summarize, we had Zenalpha. Which is just for dogs. Mm. We've had we have uh, Zorbium, which we just talked about, which is just for cats, and then we have the Spring, which you can use for any. But maybe start with dogs. Start with dogs or horses if you have horses. That's true. That's true. <laughs> if you can get into a cat joint. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I guess I have to brush up on my joint joint uh, intraarticular injections right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I am loving all this. Yeah, I'm loving all this learning, Marissa. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm learning and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be teaching. So yeah, stick, all right. stick around. Well, I mean, I think you can make about five TikToks out of all of this information. So. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> this is going to be some good stuff. Guys, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe to not only this podcast, but Dr. Andrew Heller is an influencer now on TikTok and Instagram. So. I'm an aspiring influencer. <laughs> What happens when you get on TikTok as an influencer after 40? Actually, I had people already, just from one post today, like I already had people reach out to me, like friends that I haven't talked to, like, hey, I saw your video. Pretty cool, man. So There you go. So 
stay tuned. Actually, we're going to try to be, I'm going to put it out there, we're going to be producing more podcasts. And so next week, we will be with Dr. Casey Robinson, our fabulous general practitioner who loves eyes, for his last in the series, where he lets us all know what major eye meds every general practice should carry. So thanks, Andrew. It's good to be back. And we'll be finalizing that off the series. We've had him on for, what, four or five episodes now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been great having him. Yes, it has. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the Indie Vets Happy Hour. Thank you for listening. And tell your friends, vets, techs, general public, if you like us, leave us a five-star review. And make sure to subscribe so you can be alerted whenever we have a new episode. If you have questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes, you can email us always. Clinical at IndieVets.com. You can find Marissa or I there. Also, to learn more about us and how we're making vet med better, head to IndieVets.com. That's I-N-D as in dog, E-V-E-T-S.com. While you're there, be sure to head to our blog for the latest stories and tips from our doctors. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers. I'm a veterinarian, sure, but I'm way more than that. I'm also a tango dancer a struggling but determined pie maker, and a mom. With IndieVets, I get to choose when and where I work. I create my own schedule and choose shifts at nearby animal hospitals that are right for me. Having that flexibility is exactly what I need to have plenty of time for all those other things that I am. Because I'm more than just a vet. Visit IndieVets.com to learn more and apply.